What are we up to? Packers. The Packers, the cheeseheads. Jeez, is there any better chant in football than go pack go? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh I reckon it's number two. I think J E T S Jets and Rogers went there. That's great. Good, good exactly. Good exactly. link. All I can think of when um what's his name? Uh Sauce put the cheese head on. Mm. And then Lazard got cut, and now they're teammates. I know. It's like literally the Jets are like the Packers 2.0 now. It's like so they, weird. They really are. Um, They've got so many Packers players. It's ridiculous. So, Shalim, Green Bay Packers, um, loyal listener of the show, Ben Serple's team. How exciting. Um, yeah. As mentioned on previous pods, uh, we will go through the Packers' uh, 2022 season, how they look for the 2023 season, dive into some fantasy football projections for the Packers, and then our favorite part, which is the preseason bets, um, as always. Follow the podcast on Twitter at the FB Addicts. Um, follow us on Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Uh, doing redraft content all the way until kickoff. Uh, our team by team pods are all available. So follow us on Spotify and give us a five star rating. Uh, Charlene, how are you on this fine Monday evening? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Ready to get into these uh, Packers. It's um, I think it's. If you're a Packers fan, like it's been the same thing for like last decade, and to have such a big change, I, I, if I was a Packers fan, I'd honestly be pretty excited. Like you don't have the expectations, and they don't let you down like they have been for so long. But I think that's awesome. Like you, you, you kind of know what you are. You, you, you know what to expect, and you kind of just hoping that your young players hit, um, and and they develop and they they do well. Like you. If if you if you go this season and you win like four games, you're not going to be surprised and you're not going to be disappointed. But if you go out and you somehow make a play and you're in the in the spot to be to make the playoffs, you're like two games out, and you you're going to be like, if we make it, like it'll be so good. I know we're not going to win nothing. If we don't make it, then I don't really care because we're just going to build in the draft again so i honestly think it's a good spot because you have such a young team and if i was a Packers fan i'd be I, I wouldn't be mad like you got a good deal for for rogers yeah i know it's um yeah they've, they've kind of like uh sped up their rebuild and it's um exciting like, i actually can't wait to like i've hated watching the Packers for the past like five years because it's the same shit it's like they start yeah. slow and then rogers just climbs back make the playoffs make a run at it just don't win the Super Bowl, but it's going to be exciting to see if that man, Jordan Love, is good. But Packers head coach, Matt LaFleur, and offensive quarter coordinator, Adam Stenovich, uh, stay the same. But, you know, it is LaFleur that calls all the plays and does all the good things there. Um, glad to have you on, Charlene, because you actually have been watching the Packers a lot uh, with Ben, and you've had a lot of Packers fantasy players. So 
be good to have your insight, but they were 20th in plays per game, um, 16th ranked secondary, 19th ranked D-line, um, and 18th ranked O-line. So a real middle kind of team, just um, real mid, as the kids say nowadays. Um, but, yeah, Charlene, what did you see or what have you seen noticed from the Packers? Like, are they a good team? Are they a good fantasy offense? Just quickly before we dive into the um, fantasy football players that they have. Um, no, I'm not very excited fantasy wise for them. Like, um, uh, it's it's going to be a really up and down year for them. I can't imagine Jordan Love's going to come out and just set the world on fire. If he does, like that'd be amazing. But like, with the weapons that they've given him. Um, they they haven't really, you know, gone out and and gotten anything for Jordan Love. It's just pretty much same, same wide receiver core as they had last year. It will take a like, uh, second round rookie that they picked up. Is he a second round rookie? Yeah, well, yeah. I'll I'll quickly jump into that. Um, so Aaron Rodgers obviously leaves, and then Alan Lazard leaves, Randall Cobb leaves. But they're you know, give or take those kind of guys. And then the only people they bring in are Luke Musgrave pick 42 tight end in the draft and Jaden Reed pick 50 receiver in the draft. They also get Zach Kraft. Um, but I think he's more of a, a blocking tight end, but I mean, we'll find out. Um, but yeah, as you said, didn't really bring anyone in. So it's very much the same team, but um, yeah, go ahead on the, on the Packers um, or is, is mid just the best way to describe them? Yeah. I think they're going to surprise some people like every, every, like random week, but I think like it's not going to be far off last year. It's going to be a struggle to to try and get points, and when they do score, it's gonna it's gonna be really slow and boring, and I, they're gonna to have to depend on their two running backs so much. Uh, and you know if Aaron Rodgers struggled last year with the the wide receiver court that they had, um, he's I can't imagine Jordan Love being too much better. I think they're gonna run him a a, a bit. Because I know you couldn't really do that with with uh, Rogers, obviously, um, which which will uh, help the offense a little bit. Uh, but um, yeah, like R- Rogers probably did as much as he could with with offense, and and if that's the ceiling, like I I can't imagine Jordan Love getting there himself. Uh, but I think he will have like a a week every now and then where like Christian Rotson goes off for like two touchdowns, you know, something like that. But I think. If we're talking about fantasy, it's going to be really, really boring and up and down apart from uh, Aaron Jones. Uh, he's the only guy that I can see given any kind of fantasy output uh, week in, week out that will help your team. Well, that's the only guy I'd be, I'm really interested in uh, for for that whole team. What Do you have the same opinion or do you like, do you, do you, do you like the sleeper pick of, of, um, AJ Dillon, or do you, do you like Christian Watson and where he's being drafted? He's getting drafted pretty high. Yeah, um, very very similar thoughts. I I I might even be out on all Packers players, but um, let's get let's get into it. Um, underdog ADP. I'll list off the players, Charlene, where they're going, and you tell me if you're in or out and why. Um, underdog. If if you want to sponsor the pod, you know, hit us up. Where we are here. Um. Christian Watson goes off the board um, as the 21st receiver. 41 is his current ADP on underdog. 
Um, yeah, it's too inconsistent for me. I would much rather um, other receivers going around him with a higher target share in their teams, you know, more reliable receiver. He's going to be that real boom bust kind of guy. And I don't know if Jordan Love can support him enough times to get a lot of touchdowns and all that kind of thing. Where where do you sit on Christian Watson in the fourth round? Yeah, I don't like it. I think if he ends up being awesome, I'd rather watch him be awesome than take a risk on him and like and then he just the, sucks. Then it sucks. Like I think yeah. I would feel worse if he if he doesn't pay off for you than watching him be good on someone else's team. Like if I see him go like being, you know, top 15 wide receiver on someone else's team, I'll be like, okay, cool. I know for next season, he's actually good, but mm. I'm not going to take that risk myself. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, Aaron Jones, you mentioned he's been one of your boys, really. I feel like he's always been on your fantasy teams in our leagues, but he's going off the board at a discount relatively to, Previous years, 52nd overall, RB16. Um, so, yeah, you can get him, Charlie, in the fifth, sixth round. Uh, you're all in, I heard you say. Yeah, um, I think that, I, like, I don't think it's uh, too far of a stretch to say he's going to lead this team in in targets and receptions. Like, uh, he was, he, he led the team last year. Uh, and he's going to be Jordan Love's best friend. The only thing that's going to stop him is health. And he hasn't been, you know, the pinnacle of of health or anything like that in his whole career uh but if he does play majority of you know let's say he plays 80 percent of the games he's gonna be a solid rb2 for you off volume alone like it's it's gonna be almost uh like miles sanders type of deal except uh he's gonna ha- he, he can have those explosion type of plays um because we've we've seen him do it he's you've seen him have those those games where he scores three touchdowns, um, and to have that floor of how many receptions that he he got last year, um, I I can't see him being a top ten back, uh, but if you draft him at at running back sixteen, uh, like I've talked about in previous in the previous episode with, um, if you if you go with the wide receiver heavy, you know draft, getting him in the fourth fifth round as your RB one. Um, I I think it's 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 really good because the even though the the risk is is only there, it's only baked in because of injury. Um, I think those upside weeks with the floor that he has already, it is he's gonna be a, a solid guy to have as your as your RB one if you have you know two to three top ten wide receivers. But that that that's what I think. In regards to him, I know his offense is going to be capped, but I, I can't imagine him like not scoring, you know, fifty percent of the team's touchdowns. It's not going to be much, but if if that if you told me that uh, at the end of the season, I'm not going to be surprised. Yeah, well, I, you mentioned something really interesting. Like you know, previous years we've all been running backs early, then hit receiver in that like fourth, fifth, sixth round. But maybe like if you go like you know two superstar receivers and then grab your like i don't know your mark andrews your quarterback justin fields and then like just hammer like aaron jones miles sanders james connor cam Akers, like these these like yeah david montgomery like these quote-unquote gross running backs of the rb dead zone maybe it's like reverse this year it's like very interesting you've convinced me on aaron jones like i'd much 
rather him there because I don't like his floor has to be like RB twenty. Like he's not just with catches alone, he'll get there. Yeah. And this team's yeah. gonna be very uh, you know, ground and pound run and defense, as you said. Um, you know, really help the rookie quarterback. Well, I mean, he's not a rookie, but you know, first season Jordan Love by not making him go out there and throw the ball fifty times a game. So um yeah, I really do like Aaron Jones. Um yeah, you've convinced me, Charlene. So we'll move on. Um does anyone else on this offense tickle your fancy? I'll run through them quickly. AJ Dillon goes off at 101, RB thirty-three. Uh, and then we've got the receivers, you know, Romeo Dubes. Uh is it Dubes, Dubs, Dobbs, I don't know, however you want to say it. Um we'll leave that. <laughs> ADP of 123, Jaden Reed. Uh, ADP 173, Jordan Love, ADP 165, the tight end, the rookie tight ends uh, pass. Like, I'm not interested in anyone else on this offense. I, like, does anyone interest you? I know Frank sent me Romeo Dubes reels on Instagram. He mossed someone at camp, <laughs> I guess. But, um, yeah, are you in on anybody else? Quadzilla, no. AJ Dillon? No, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big fan of AJ Dillon, but, um, you know, if you're not going to be in a high-powered offense, he, he's going to have most of the pass-catching work taken from him. Like, he's only going to have upside if Aaron Jones gets hurt, and you can't bank on that. Uh, so I'm I personally going to be out on him. if He's he's not really going to hurt you if where you take him, like where you draft him, same as, like, Dubes. But I feel like taking, taking shots at other players in those areas are, like... Uh, more favorable for me in in regards to what, where I would, who I would rather take there. But if if you take him, like I'm not gonna like it's it's they're not gonna if they both bust in those positions, like they're not really gonna hurt your team. So yeah, uh, I mean yeah. yeah, just the way I play, I would much rather take the shot on Jaden Reed than just what Romeo Dubes is gonna do for me. Like what? Yeah, for sure. Three catches, forty yards, and Jaden yeah. Reed could be awesome. Like yeah. Um, couldn't agree more. So let's get into uh, yeah, just quickly before we get into our bets. Uh, Jordan Love as a dynasty asset. Are you in or out? With who? Sorry, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Oh, um, he's so that's, hard. That's <laughs> really hard. Like, um, the good thing about him is he's got a lot. He's got the draft capital, and he's got the team believing in him. Um, I feel bad for him because I don't think he's in the best place to succeed, but like a mo- mo- majority of rookie quarterbacks aren't. Uh, like you know Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, uh, Anthony Richardson right now, like they're they're not in good spots. So if you're good, you just figure it out. Um, but I think as a as a a real life quarterback, I think he's gonna be all right, but I don't think he's gonna he's going to be anything special. So like if he's a middle tier quarterback, I think that's, that's what he's going to be. Like if he's like a, a Derek Carr, I guess like it's, it's hard to, to compare him to people like that. Cause Derek Carr's had, you know, MVP caliber seasons, but I think that that's kind of the, the area he's in, he's in, in my opinion. Like I, I honestly don't think he's going to come out and just be absolute trash. But I I can't imagine him being the next Aaron Rodgers. No, um, 
Yeah. No, yeah, I think he's just going to be a serviceable kind of quarterback, I guess. Um, Charlene, your favorite pack is bad. I'll quickly run through there. Over under total is seven and a half wins. I really like the over. Like, just this team, um, well coached, good organization, great yeah. home field advantage. Um, they always find a way to be thereabouts in the in the thick mm. of things. So. Um, I kind of like that, but I even kind of like 433 to win the division. Um, the Vikings will probably win. Uh, as we previously said, we're not in on the Lions. Go check out that pod. Um, great fantasy team, but just, I don't know, I don't trust the Lions to full-on beat the Packers in a regular season of football. Um, so... Yeah, I kind of like that. 256 to make the playoffs for the Packers were some things I circled. Um, Matt LaFleur is like really high up in the coach of the year market, uh, 15 to 1. Um, oh. Yeah, not sure I'd go with that one. But yeah, do you like the over on seven and a half wins and do you like the Packers to win this division or where are you going with the Packers? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in agreement with you. I, I, I don't mind their wins. I personally take a just a flyer bet on them to win the division because you're getting value of it. It's like, a, like when we did talk about the Lions, you know, they're paying, paying like $2.30. You, if you put 10 bucks on um, the package, you're winning f- like $45. Like that's mm. great value. So to take a, you know, put a $20 bet or something like that, that's kind of the bets you want to you wanna take. Because uh, you're you're getting value for money and and you can see a pathway for it to actually happen, um and it's you've been on a team that historically is always in that position so it's not going to surprise me if they completely dud and they 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 suck and they only win four games but it's not going to su- surprise me if they end up winning the division either so it's it's like there's no expectations and I think that that's a that's a great place to be for a team like this and in the betting markets as well because you're getting value on all these types of things my favorite bet is uh my bet that i had last year um if you can get onto it uh, he'd probably be paying like two and a half but if you can get um inget uh jair alexander for over interceptions Mm. um i really like that bet because uh he was he was two 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 point five two and a half interceptions last year he got I think you got five, something like that. Um, and I, I really like those random cornerback bets. That's probably my favorite. And then uh, play another player prop is I'm, I'm going to go for uh, Aaron Jones um, uh, re- uh, receptions as well. Yeah, no, this is, this is why we bring you on, Shalami, the, the value hunter. But as you said, I would much rather put my whatever you bet with, you know, $10, $20, $50, no judgment here. Um. I would rather put my wager on the Packers to win at that 430 than I would the Detroit Lions at that 230. Just way bit of value. Um, Charlene, we've said it all on the Packers. Thanks again for listening. Any last closing Packers comments before we get out of here? No, just um, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Um, Jordan Love, 36 to 1 to win the MVP. Get on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Imagine that. Imagine Ben if that shit happens, man. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Um, That'd be a good yeah. birthday present, but Yeah, just a piss take 
birthday yeah. present bed for five bucks on that for him. Oh, that'd be funny. Um, yeah, thanks again, man. I'll talk to you on the next one. Oh, nice. Thanks for having me.